Well, hello and welcome back to Time with Tea. And I am Tea with a little tea in my cup. Let's go ahead and get the numbers out. The contact numbers for us here are 919-225-9585. 919-225-9585. That's for any questions, answers to any questions or comments you may have. Also, you may dial 1-800-799-7233. That's 1-800-799-7233 for any victims of domestic violence or if you perceive someone as being in trouble. We want to go ahead and tell you today's episode is going to be a great one. We look forward to you guys participating, hopefully calling in, and we're going to talk about trusting in the Lord. Since today is Sunday and I'm feeling extra spiritual, I want to talk about having faith in the Lord right after these messages. that I'm excited about today's topic. Um, I wanted to connect the dots on a level of spirituality to relationships with family, friends, significant others as well. The blessing of a great relationship doesn't just happen by chance. I want to talk about how God cannot be pleased without our faith. And how we exercise our faith when we have trials and tribulations and obstacles that we have to overcome. Yes, he's pleased by our deeds and worship and paying tithes and services that we do. But I mean, to be totally, fully pleased to the point where he's pouring out blessings and, you know, elevating you in the spiritual realm. We get elevated and promoted in the natural realm when we do a great job on our, on our at work. Now, mind you, we can never pay into our salvation. There's nothing you can do to participate in your salvation. But as far as elevating into the blessings of uh, God. And he's going to already, you know, oversee us. We want mercy. We want forgiveness. And there's some things required contrary to what some people may believe. Um, It's not just all, you know... Yada, 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 pray, yada, 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 thank you, Lord, for forgiving me, and go back to, you know, what you were doing. There is levels to these things of spirituality, and the biggest thing that I think people are dealing with now is, you know, people want to go back and forth, is there a God, is there Jesus, is there this and that, but a lot of times you don't hear, is there a devil, you know? Or some people say, oh, the devil is me within me and all this. Now, mind you, that's somewhat true that the devil, you are your own devil. But there is a God and there is an adversary. And 
the sooner we realize that we're operating not in flesh but in spirituality so this not this is not a new concept and it's not separate from the fact that we're dating people and this these spiritual warfares go on in relationships they go on in the dynamics of a family so what i want to tell you today is if you truly desire to have that husband that perfect you know nothing's perfect but that perfect blend of my faults and my growth should i say um being equally yoked that's the blend i'm speaking of we have to first seek god we have to first seek the kingdom of god and how do you seek the kingdom of god that means you want to be assured that you're going to heaven at the end of the day okay well we know that jesus died for our sins he came in flesh form so that he may be a sacrificial lamb for our sins he took on all our sins he took on all our transgressions and if that's possible for someone who was so pure and perfect why can't we forgive somebody who has wronged us somebody who has made us feel a certain way it's not all about our feelings it's not all about you know thinking that anybody's going to treat you perfectly from mothers to brothers to children so definitely a mate who is not of your blood is not going to be any different what has to change is our perception how how much are you willing to forgive for a person how much are you willing to tolerate in the growth of a person spiritually emotionally and sometimes mentally you know um how are you going to elevate yourself to a point of understanding that nobody's perfect including yourself and that we all need chances that's it there's a thin line with this because once you've given somebody chances and chance after chance after chance now mind you the bible says you can forgive 70 times 7 and this is true but you don't always have to stay in situations where somebody is constantly requiring forgiveness or requiring to ignore some type of negative or toxic treatment in other words abuse but if you do the right thing in the beginning which is seek first the kingdom of god and allow him to guide your steps and purpose and your walk in his in his word so you're, you're going to be seeking his word you're going to be seeking his guidance you're going to be seeking understanding of his word so let's go back through this really slowly so that is the working on of your, working on yourself by reading the word praying and meditating on the word and the meditation part i always say is waiting for him to reveal to you the word in your life 
I honestly feel like 17 people can read the Bible and they're going to get different guidances from that, different interpretations, different meanings. Now, in addition to working on yourself by reading the word, praying and meditating on the word, you need to seek your purpose that God has you here for. And guess what? God is true to his word. All things will be added unto you if you put him first, if you seek him first. The love of your life, financial stability, family dynamics improved. Now, mind you, if you read the Bible, and I think Ephesians, there's going to be clauses about mothers against sons, uh, mothers against daughters, and fathers against sons. Now, this is a natural thing that we already know is going to happen. But if these people are godly people, if the parents are living by the doctrine and teaching their children the same, then when these things arise, and they will, no matter if you're a preacher or a preacher's child, whatever, when they arise, you will be in a position of understanding first that this is a natural dynamic. But we are not battling each other. We're battling principalities. That takes you and your child, you and your mother, you and your brother, whomever, out of the equation and puts it all on the table of a spiritual warfare. Then you could take the personal feelings out of it and say, you know what, this is nothing but the devil at work fighting what is right within this family. And I got to position myself to win. It's like playing chess. And you guys know I love a game of chess. And I love to make references to it. It's just like setting yourself up to win. To protect your queen. To give away a few pawns or maybe even, you know, if you have to, you know, if you have to, you know, a couple of bishops maybe. But at the end of the day, you want to check and then mate. So, I just don't know what to say if people are not understanding the fact that you can't go pick a man on your own understanding of, oh, he's handsome. Oh, he's this. Oh, he's that. I think I'll marry him. I think I'll date him. I've done that. So I can tell you firsthand from going against all that I was taught and mind you, it would be more romantic if I rushed because I was in love or, you know, this person swept me off my feet. It was none of that for me. It was none of that for me. It was just wanting to get out of the house, wanting to get away from the structure that was set for me, um, thinking I was wrong, um, just young, dumb things. 
And it's quite natural when you see young people, especially ones that are, you know, in your immediate family or just some that you may have taken under your wing, and you see them make mistakes, you have to let them make those mistakes. And you have to keep a soft heart towards them because they will make mistakes. You can only pray that they don't they don't make a mistake that's going to ruin their life. That's very difficult. The more you care, the more you concern yourself. But today we were talking more about faith. And I'm going to tie it all in. My purpose of mentioning relationships are... Uh, is that, um, first of all, you want to, you would want to seek God first. And, you know, if there's something that arises in your life, um, someone wants to date you or something like that, even if you're not praying for a spouse or a mate, that's the time then you would say, Lord, okay, This person likes me. I kind of like this person. But I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know everything. I don't know enough about this person to even think that I should even go out on a date with them. So we know that God is omnipotent. He knows all things. And it's just like when you entrust in a friend, a best friend or a good friend that you can talk to about anything. And you go to them about your relationships, about your job, about any little problems that pop up in your life. And you really trust their opinion. You trust their opinion so much that you quite frequently go to them for different things. Because in the past, they have been right. Well, in the matter of God, if you're speaking to him about something... He will answer. And just like your friend or whoever you go to for your confidant, um, God has his own language. He wants to build a rapport with you so that when he speaks, when he tells you something, be it in a dream, be it in through somebody else's mouth, be it through a circumstance that plays out right in front of you, a situation, should I say. Um, No matter how God speaks to you, you'll know it because you'll have that rapport, that you've built that relationship with God. I'll use an example of myself. When I used to fast, and pray. Lo and behold, all hell would break loose. I mean, all types of stuff would start happening, but it wasn't just random. It felt random, but it was stuff that was going to make me see what God needed me to see. Most of the time, when I really got close to God and He was moved by my obedience of fasting and praying and, you know, just going deep into the spiritual realm, 
most of the time, I would have a car wreck. Now, mind you, the devil has been tugging at me just as much as God has been shining on me. Because the devil is trying to, he's trying to set people off of their their straight and narrow as much as he can. Now, when I was younger, he could do more. And I've had my moments in my adult age, many, many moments. Now, some of the things that I may look at as knocking me off my, you know, straight and narrow, some people may think it's trivial, but when the devil wants you, it's the small things that trip you up and that get you to do the bigger things. So you may not pay attention to that small thing, but it's leading, it's one step further leading you to something much more dark and cynical. Sinister. So I don't want to trivialize any of my sins. They are all sin. That's how God looks at it. Now, we as humans say, well, you know, I haven't robbed a bank or I haven't killed anyone, but you've gossiped, you've lied, and you've slept with someone's husband, or you slept with a man that you were not married to, or, I mean, when the list goes on, you can say, no, I didn't do that, no, I didn't do that, but at some point, something's going to pop up on your list that you've done. And that's okay. Because God looks at sin as sin as sin. And we need forgiveness for it all. So in order for us to get closer to God, one, we have to confess. Two, we have to have faith that he has us no matter what comes against us. There will be weapons formed against you on the job. There will be weapons formed against you in the family. There will be weapons formed against you in the church. So there's no escaping it. Just know that God has you and revenge is his. So if there's anything or anyone that you need to forgive, you need forgiveness and you need to forgive, put it on the table. Have faith that God will continue to be with you as you confess all your sins and lead a life of chasing, not a bag, but chasing the kingdom of God. I mean, I got to be frank here. When I stop chasing a bag and continue on my path or my goals, and my spiritual journey, the bags start following me. More money than I've ever, ever made. Ever. And I'm not going to say that that's the end of that because God, who knows, He may bless me threefold or tenfold. But He knows He can trust me with that. He knows what I have done with that. 
Because there's no way I can walk around here blessed like that and not see someone who needs some bread, a shelter, or something that I can help with and not do it. There's no way I can do that. Because my blessing makes room for more blessing when I use it properly. When I realize that the blessing is not just for me to hold on to, but for me to bless within God's community, within his plan. That means, within his plan means, somebody may not be spirit-filled. And he say, go bless them. Somebody may not even believe in him. And he says, go bless them. But that's when you know you hear the word of God. Because when you're blessing people that God has (laughs) just pointed out to you that they need to be blessed and you don't know that person. Can't go by the outward appearance. Some of the richest people wear no name brand clothes and they don't dress like they stepped off a showroom floor because their money is in the bank not on their back but when God points people out spiritually that need to be blessed and in your eyes you see them they look like they're rich but God says no they're really not and you're obedient to that. God has a plan. He has a plan. So I, I really just won't talk all day with you today about um, about faith because it's simple. Faith the size of a mustard seed can move a mountain. If you need to work on anything in 2021, and I would start now, it's your prayer life. It's your ability to meditate on the word. Your ability to trust God with the answers to anything you may have concerns. Anything that could possibly be a worry Throw it away. Give it to God. He'll take it. Well, today was a good lesson for me. As I speak about these things, I'm moved. And I hope someone got something out of this. Because faith pleases God. And we cannot pay into our own salvation or even do good deeds to the point where we're going to be guaranteed heaven. But having faith in God and allowing him to guide you, doing his will and not your own, seeking first the kingdom of God and knowing that all things will be added unto you. 
the desires of your heart will be met. Okay, guys, I had a great time. And I look forward to you guys next week. And I hope that I get texts and calls and all types of questions and answers from you. And until next time, be blessed.